Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for your love, your kindness, and your mercy in our lives. Thank you for the fellowship that we've been having at camp meeting, for the wonderful messages that have been delivered every night. Um, I just praise you and thank you for giving us an opportunity in this time to win souls with technology. And we pray that you would continue to put this matter on our hearts, Lord. Um, Help us to serve you with all of our might in every way and every day. We thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll briefly touch on the audiences um, segment that we were talking about yesterday, just so you guys remember how to do that. So when you log into your business manager, it's going to look something like this. From there, you go to the menu and then audiences. And under audiences, good morning, you'll have um, a couple of different options that show up after you click this button right here, create audience. And these are the three different options, custom audience, look like audience, and saved audience. So we touched on this one quite a bit. We briefly touched on this one and then we briefly touched on this one as well. So typically my process for creating an advertising campaign um, goes something like I'll take out a, either a spreadsheet or you know a piece of paper, whatever works best for you, and I'll just start mapping everything out. You know, I'll start writing down the different campaign objectives I'm going to test, um, the different audiences I'm going to test, and then I'll also start working on the graphics and uh, videos and everything like that. That way, when it you know when I log in here and I start building it out, I already have all of that done. You know, I don't have to keep you know thinking back on all these different things, you know, it's all, it's already, you know, there, all I have to do is kind of plug and play. Um, and for you guys, this may not be, you know, as big of a deal. Uh, for me it is because, you know, when we were creating campaigns, we we're usually creating like 50 campaigns for one account and then hundreds of ads in each one of those accounts. So it gets really complicated, uh, after a while. So having it kind of written out before is a little bit more helpful than just winging it. So after you get your audiences set up, um, we'll move on to the ads manager, which is over here. And yesterday I kind of touched on these little things, campaigns, ad sets, and ads, where campaign is kind of like the house, right? And the ad sets are like rooms in the house. And then the ads are like pieces of furniture in those rooms. So the campaign is the thing that houses all of the rest of the the components here. So at the top level, you remember you're basically, you know, from the campaign level, you're telling the, um, the software what you want it to do. You know, are you trying to, um, get more engagement? Are you trying to increase traffic, video views? And I recommend if you're doing videos, use video views. Um, for the other things that I was talking about, Try to stick to either engagement, reach, or brand awareness. If you have questions about the specifics of each one of those, again, you can log in here, hover over that. It's going to tell you a little bit more about it. Um, I don't necessarily recommend using traffic for what you guys are doing or these ones over here because when you're sending people outside of Facebook, it typically costs more money. Now, this is just in the context of church marketing. If you're doing something else, um, traffic could be a good idea. 
basically it's optimizing for clicks. It's getting people to go to your website. Now, this one right here, this lead generation objective, allows you to build that form that I was talking about where you click on the ad and the form drops down and it's pre-filled with your information. So all you have to do is press submit. So we're gonna to touch on that one a little bit today. Um, and uh, we'll get into Canva as well. So lead generation, make sure you select the right page. It'll have you, you know, view the terms and stuff like that. Um, I might have already done it. We'll see. Looks like I'm probably good. So from there, you just pull in your audiences that you've already created. So if you've created a custom audience, just click there and it'll pull all of them up. Right? Or if you've saved your audiences under saved audiences in the audiences section, you can just pull those up here. So that's, that's another little tidbit, you know, where it comes in handy to have all this stuff done ahead of time. Um, if you just want to do it on the fly, again, you can, and you can just put all of that information in here. So let's just say, because I'm giving you the example as a lead generation ad, what we're going to be doing at that stage in our church marketing is we're going to be retargeting people who've engaged with our previous posts and we're going to be retargeting people who've engaged with our videos. Let's say we have our, our post engagers audience here. These are people who've engaged with our posts or ad over the last 90 days. And then these are people who've watched 25% of the videos in the last 90 days. So those are the audiences that we're working with. And then, you know, Again, set this to your local area, your target area geographically. Um, you can adjust this if you'd like to. Um, again, when you shrink your audience, sometimes it gets more expensive, but just play around with that. There's definitely a sweet spot where it's too broad and then it's too narrow. So that's something you want to test a little bit. And we won't be layering any interests on there. So. We're not going to be giving the software at this point any instructions for, okay, they have to have watched not only the videos and engage with the posts, but they also have had to be interested in X, Y, and Z. So we won't be doing that at this level because, again, that's going to, just going to shrink the audience size down significantly. So from there, we have this option for placements. Now, the question came up yesterday about the difference between boosted posts and Facebook ads. Now, I know that you guys can probably see some of the major differences so far, but here's another major difference, and it has to do with where you want your ad to show up within the um, Facebook platform. So if you click this edit placements, it'll show you the different um, places that your ad can show up, and you can either you know select them or deselect them, and here's some of the options. So obviously we have the feed option, which is the most um, commonly used. So Facebook newsfeed, then you have Instagram newsfeed. Because Facebook owns Instagram, um, they just make the ad product all, you know, one. There's not a separate ad product for Instagram. It's all grouped here in Facebook Ads Manager. You, know, you can get your ad to show up in Facebook Marketplace. Um, it's not gonna let us do these ones because of our campaign objective. For different campaign objectives, it you know will take away certain um, placements or or different options here. So just be aware of that. Now, the, this feature for stories 
Um, these are some more competitive media buying options, meaning that uh, there's a little bit more availability there because not as many people use them and their ads are not formatted for those. So if you simply look up Facebook advertising specs, they'll give you a breakdown of the different specs for each one of these um, ad plat or um, placements. So for example, the stories, it has to be a vertical, either video or graphic. It can't be a, you know, a horizontal one. So if your you know, graphic or video is not vertical, this placement's not going to work for you. Also with the in-stream videos, it has to be 15 seconds or less, the video does. And an in-stream video is similar to those mid-roll ads that you see in YouTube where you're watching the video and then an ad shows up. So um, the cool thing about these in-stream videos is that they're non-skippable on Facebook. So you have to watch the entire thing. So there's that one and then Messenger. So I hope we have time tomorrow for this because I really want to show you guys how to do this and it'll, it'll be a really amazing tool for you guys. It's a messenger ad. So what I'm giving you guys with my resource links is um, an opt-in to our messenger bot. So you see how it interacts with you. It you know, says, hey, Susie, and then it pulls up your name or your email address, and then it'll start shooting your resources and things like that. You can actually put that into an ad where once someone clicks on the learn more button or something like that, it'll pull up... Uh, the resources and things like that that you have for them. So you can be giving out, you know, Bible studies or, you know, cooking recipes or health guides or things like that to your community. And they can simply click that button and it'll shoot them a PDF to the messenger, but they'll actually be subscribed to your messenger list now. So once they're subscribed, you know, you can send out reminders every time you have a church event to your messenger list. It's just a, a good way to stay in contact with people. There's traffic that you own and then there's traffic that you don't own. Traffic that you don't own necessarily are people who are just interacting with your ads. You know, you can retarget those people, but you don't own it. You have to pay for it over and over again. Whereas, you know, Messenger and email list, once they're subscribed, you own that traffic. You know, you can put out a broadcast to them whenever you'd like to, to give them an update. So I'll show you a little bit more of that tomorrow. Um, these... I'm actually not familiar with this, I think, oh, contextual spaces. So these are the uh, instant articles. So like Facebook has different uh, you know, blog um, partners and things with their audience network, similar to Google AdSense, where if you have a website and you want to put a piece of code on there, or Google will um, allow their advertising partners to place ads on your website. It's very similar to this um, on Facebook, where Facebook will give you this code. You can put it on your blog, your website, and they'll allow you to, um, their advertising partners, to put ads there. And what that does is it gives you a way to make money from your blog or website. Every time an ad comes um, and is delivered and someone you know, views it, you get a small fraction of a cent, and those little cents add up and you make money. So that's kind of what that is. Yes? They are choosing and they're choosing based on, you know, how, um, how relevant the audience to that blog or website is to the ad that's being placed. So 
their their software is really smart, and you know they know what's relevant and what's not. So, yeah, and then obviously you can use more of that with their audience network here on specific places with you know videos and in-stream videos and things like that. So you can see here that you have a little bit more control on where your ads are actually being placed. A lot of people are probably familiar with this one, and you can only view it on desktop. You know, right column, um, Facebook ad, you don't really see that on a mobile. It's going to show up over here on desktop. So that's with those. Now, I don't think I touched on this part of it. You can actually get it to select either on mobile or desktop or both. And then you can also come down here and do Android devices or iOS devices only for mobile. And then you can have it so that your ads only show up on the device if they're connected to Wi-Fi. Now, this is a good option, um, but again, it lowers it, it. Yeah, it limits the amount of placements available. It's a good option because if they're sitting down and connected to Wi-Fi, they're probably not sitting in the grocery store or just hanging out in the restaurant or something like that. They're probably at home paying attention. And I and I also want you guys to know, like for example, with the events, um, you already publish that on your Facebook page and then it's pulling it into the ads manager and you're running an ad for that. Now, if you just create like a video ad in here and you publish it, that ad is not gonna show up that it was published from your actual Facebook page. Now, it'll show up in people's newsfeed that way. It'll say sponsored and then it'll have your Facebook page there. But when you go and view your page, the ad's not gonna actually be there on the, um, in, in your newsfeed where you published it. And the reason that that is is because this product, when it first came out, it was called a Facebook dark post. Now, the reason that they do that is because if you're running like a, a split test where you're using the same ad over and over again to different audiences, it would look really weird to your audience who's following your page if they saw the same video over and over and over again published from your page, it'd look a little bit spammy. So what they did, is they made it so that the post that you publish from Ads Manager won't show up there. Now, what I'll show you guys is how you can actually publish your post first on Facebook, your Facebook page, and then pull that same post into Facebook and run an ad there. And then you can run split tests off it. You can run all those split tests and it'll only show up published from your page one time. So, um, yeah, I'll show you that in just a minute here. So. Once we're good with this, you know, we're, we're pretty much good to go. Um, you can create a schedule here. And uh, I think that I selected for this one, it's at uh, campaign budget optimization, which will be the default feature come August. So um, just know that whatever you set at the campaign level, if you set like lifetime and um, you know, campaign budget optimization, all the different ad sets, which is where we're at now, for that specific campaign will all fall under um, whatever you set the ad scheduling and budget at the campaign level. And what it will do is the software will see all of the different ad sets and ads within the campaign and it will um, reallocate ad spend or your budget to the best performing campaigns within, the, um, within that campaign. So there's that. Now, um, this, you know, it's just going to 
kind of giving these default features and not let me select these, but I would say it's like standard. If you want to accelerate it, this is just telling Facebook, spend my money as fast as you can. And they will do it. So Excuse me, what did you say? So like let's say you're trying to do something that's only a week from now. Right, right. Yeah, I mean you could just set your lifetime budget or your, your um, schedule for the, that period of time and use a standard feature and it'll work just fine. They'll still spend your money. Um, so accelerated means like spend it really quick and take the, you know, outbid everybody else. You know, just get my ad out there. So at this level, now we're at the ad level. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually jump over to Canva really quick and just kind of show you that tool. So how many of you guys here have used Canva before or heard of it? Okay, so here is this one. It's called canva.com, C-A-N-V-A.com. And the resource link to go along with today's presentation will actually have the link in it. So so canva.com. So it's a free graphic design tool and all you have to do is create an account and you're good to go. So what you'll do is you go over here, once you're logged in, you'll just click create a design. And then what I recommend is using this one right here, which is um, a perfect square. So one by one, 1080 by 1080. And also just calls it Instagram post. So the reason why I use that one is because when you do the horizontal one, it takes up less space in the newsfeed. When you do a square, it takes up a little bit more space. So it tends to get a little bit more engagement. And then um, it's also if you want to publish the content on other platforms organically, you don't have to create the same graphic in all these different sizes and formats because one by one pretty much works for any social media platform out there. So this is why I default to this one. Now I didn't get a chance to touch on these in our uh, second presentation but here's a general rule and you want to follow this and this is Probably something Facebook, if you've ever boosted a post, Facebook probably said, oh, there's too much text in your, your graphic, and this is why. Um, no more than 20% of the text can be overlaid on the graphic. So if you want to check that, all you have to do is Google Facebook.com um, text overlay tool. And they'll give you this tool. Let's see if we can go to it right here all you have to do is upload the graphic you just created and it'll give you a rating it'll say oh this can this ad will run normally or hey there's way too much text your ads probably not gonna run right so that's a nice little tool always check your, your ads beforehand so going back over here you know, let's just say um, you know, we're gonna pull in a Give, give me a topic. Let's say we're going to do something on health. We'll do something maybe related to healthy eating, maybe a recipe idea. So 
we're going to create a quick graphic together. Now I'm going to give you some stock photo websites. These are free. They're high quality stock photos. You don't have to worry about the, the copyright issues and all that. Um, so one of them is called Unsplash. Unsplash. And then the other one is Pexels. All right, so when I type in worship over here, you know, you see what we get, right? So um, they do have some that are good. They have some that are kind of strange, but you can see the quality of photos are pretty good. And then another one that I'll give you guys for videos, and this is actually one of my clients. So um, they're an Adventist-owned organization, and they are they've just launched this um, product about a year ago, I think. So this is a stock video website. And if you want like biblical stock video, this is a good one and it's pretty reasonably priced. Don't get scared by this. This is for like the entire thing. This $5,000. If you wanted like a, like one specific clip, um, how much is it? It's like 36 bucks, you know, unless you wanted the broadcast license. So you can uh, go there, get some pretty cool um, stock video. They're really high quality. A lot of them are 4K. Um, and then you can see here different uh, categories and stuff like that. So we're going to go with the health one. So let's say um, we're just going to have a picture of fruit. Yeah, we're going to create a graphic together. This one? Download it. Boom. It's there. Now we go over to Canva. You go over to the left hand side where it says uploads. And then you can just take this one, drop it in there, hold it over here. Sure, yeah, you can use whatever photos you'd like. I would recommend using something that um, you know, is visually appealing, uh, higher quality, nothing super blurry. And just know like when you're selecting the stock photo, you do have to keep in mind that it's going on a square, right? So there's that. And then I'm going to give you guys another website here. This one's a bonus one just because I'm thinking about it right now. And this is for icons. So like this little thing right here, this is an icon, you know, um, and they're pretty, pretty popular. You know, you can have these little like icons like this one, family, you know, these types of things. So this is um, a free icon tool. It's called flaticon.com. So flaticon.com and we're going to say no to the ad. And you can just type in different things here and it'll pull in these icons. Like for example, let's just say we're going to use uh, uh, type in health. Sometimes it'll be this will try to get you to buy something from Shutterstock, but we say no. So come over here. Let's just say we wanted to use this one. You go to that button that says edit. And then now you can make this the color that you want. Um, what I recommend when it comes to branding for your local church is keep it consistent and follow these rules right here from the general conference. 
they have an entire identity guideline system that they put out with the logos. They give you options to download, so you can download the logos, um, the exact typeface, all of that stuff. So this color right here is probably the most widely used color for Adventus. They do have some other color options, but um, I would say go with this one. Now, a lot of times when we're creating graphics and we're like, man, I just don't know how to get the exact color. So I use Google Chrome because it gives you Chrome extensions, which is what all of these little guys up here are for. And they become really helpful tools for me. So here's one that I haven't, you know, there's a lot of free Chrome tools. So all of these ones are free. Now this one right here is a simple eyedropper. So I just click on it, pick color from web page. It's going to maybe not let me do that for some reason because they might have some weird security thing on this website. Oh, there. It's over in the bottom. You, can't probably, you probably can't see very well. But you see how I'm, as I'm scrolling around, it's changing colors? Mm -hmm. All right, there we go. So I want that exact blue. I'm going to click on it. Now it's up here, and it's going to give me the color code for it. Copy that. And then I'm going to go over here, and we're going to put just a little border around it to make it fancy. Obviously, you guys can spend a lot of time on here um, developing these. We're just doing it kind of quick because we're short on time. But there's a lot of ways you can make these look pretty and fancy and all that stuff. All right. So over here, this is selected because that's the layer that um, I'm on. So I'll just go to this color option over here. Click the plus sign, and then I just paste the exact color in there, right? So we've got that going. Now I can come in here and put a little background. I would recommend putting some type of box here if you're going to overlay some text, <clears throat> just so that the text stands out a little bit. Now you see how, <clears throat> excuse me, you see how this this border is um, it, it kind of looks weird, right? Because this one's on top of it and all that stuff. So what I need to do is push this one to the back of that. So I have this one selected. I go over to position and I just go over to backward. Now it's behind it, right? So you move it around like that. Um, but I need to bring it back forward so I can change the uh, color of it. So we're going to change the color. We're just going to change it to white. So backward, you know, this it may even be a little bit nicer looking because it's cutting off the grape there and I don't really like that. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to change this. I'll put it like over here so it looks a little bit better. This isn't perfectly centered either. For recommendations as far as how to do best graphics, like, you know, I mean, there's those third rules, and there's some other things like that, I know, and some stuff, but is there a place to look for those types of guidelines? Um, for Facebook best practices, uh, you can look on Facebook for examples. They have a bunch of ad examples there, but just in general, um, if you want to learn graphic design, <coughs> you know, you can Google different graphic design courses. Um, there's like Udemy. You can buy like a graphic design course for probably like ten dollars. 
But again, I'm not a graphic designer myself. I focus on the distribution of content. So it's like the paid advertisement and stuff like that. So there we go. we've got that. Come over here. Now the exact typeface that the Seventh-day Adventist Church uses is, um, where, where is that? I think it's Advent Sands or something like that. Yeah, so it's Advent Sands. Now, Canva doesn't have that exact one in it, but you can notice here that, so I've gone to text. Let's just, okay, we've already put that there. Delete that. So it's selected on this one. You can change the font. Now you see where it says upload a font. So you can upload, you know, Advent Sands. I just haven't done it. So. Um, you can get that one, or just select something that's kind of similar in the Advent family. So just do like Advent Pro. Okay, that one looks off. For the sake of time, we're just going to choose one. Um, and now you can put something in here. Um, maybe a little bit more challenging because we have it on the left-hand side here. Uh, so we just got words. And then you can also upload the the logo in here, which you can just get from the General Conference website. Boom, right? So you can put something in here. You know, we're not going to get all creative and try to come up with some words, but it's in there. So once we've done this, now it gets pretty easy from there because. All I have to do is copy the page, replace the background image, and then maybe move this square around, adjust this size, throw a different headline in, right? So you can start planning all your graphics within, you know, the first, let's say, like Sunday of every month. You just sit down and you plan all, out all of your graphics for the month and you're good to go within a few hours. So you just do that, write the copy. So I'm going to show you some different examples of copy that you can use. And I'm gonna pull back one of these guys. So like here's the examples of ones that I did for the uh, Pittsburgh church and it timed out here so stuff's not loading. So for this, um, you can see like ideas for family time, you know, date night ideas, uh, eliminate stress, right? improve your marriage, <laughs> life lessons for children, you know, there's Lots of little things you can do, right? And again, all these are just stock photos that I pulled in from those websites I showed you. And here's some you know, graphic, or I mean copy ideas, just to give you an idea of the style and the format that you should be looking for. So for headline, you, you either want to speak to self-interest or curiosity. And most of the time, you'll be speaking to curiosity. So Again, we, we talked about our target audience being, you know, younger moms, like millennial moms, 35, you know, in, in that area, maybe later 30s. So this would really resonate with them. So do this before it's too late. They grow up so fast. And the sad reality is that as they get older, they won't want to spend as much time with you. The best way to maintain a strong connection with your children is to spend meaningful time with them. So we put together seven of our favorite family time ideas. Now, <clears throat> I just bullet pointed them and just list them out here. 
but you can actually get descriptive and break down each one of these things like camp in the backyard. Now, here's exactly how you would do this thing, right? Or plant a garden. Here's some examples of what you, you would do to plant a garden. So at this phase, again, we're creating, um, we're creating content that builds a relationship with our audience. So we're just trying to provide them value, just trying to get them to think something differently about the Adventist church. Like, wow, these guys care about their local community's family and uh, they care about marriages and all of this stuff, right? So you'll notice the way that I did this where I double space and I make this the sentences very short and snappy. The reason why is because when someone's scrolling on social media and they see this huge block of text, they don't even read it, right? It's like, wow, that seems like a lot of work. But if you break it up this way and double space it, it's skimmable, right? So you get more um, eyeballs. And then um, you'll see I add emojis because it just adds like emotion and kind of drives the point home. It's, it's fun, it's playful, and it's nuanced to social media. That's what social media is about. You know, it's connecting with people and being social. So you can do that. You know, you can see here, I didn't double space this one, um, but we can. You know, so you can see this, you know, as someone who's reading this, you know, it's like, are you still in love? In the beginning, it was really easy. Uh, well, it's really easy to love them. But as time goes on, the warm, fuzzy feeling fades. The hard truth is that it takes effort to keep your relationship alive. The first step to reviving your marriage is being intentional about spending time with your spouse. Here's five date night ideas to help you maintain a loving marriage. Right? So you can do things like that. Um, here's one of them that we came up with um, at the uh, last camp meeting that I was at. So that was the idea, but stop before your hair falls out. How many times does it happen in a day? Just when you think you're finished, there's just one more thing. No matter how hard you try, you just can't get ahead. If only we could add more hours to our day. It's no secret that 70% of Americans are battling stress on a daily basis. We want you to keep your hair. So we made a list of five simple stress relievers. And then, P.S. Here's one of our favorite Bible verses to help relieve stress. Boom. Right. So again, you're just, you just like, imagine seeing this in your newsfeed and you didn't know the Adventist church or you had this weird idea of it. What's being communicated here, right? Normal in a good way though. Like, I don't, I don't like to think of normal as like in a worldly sense, but yes, we're, we're not this weird cult thing that you think we are, right? We care about our families. And, you know, again, you can, with those bullet points, you can actually break these down, you know, even more specifically and give recommendations and all of that stuff. So here's with that. And I'll send you guys in the resource link today. I'll send you these examples too. So you guys can reference them if you'd like. So going back to Facebook ads manager, let's now say we have our graphics. We've got our, our content all created out. So what we're going to do is we're going to start creating our lead ad. So what you'll do at the ad level is I'm, I'm going to show you two things really quick because I promised you I'd show you how to pull in a post that already exists on your page. So I'll show you that in a minute. But um, starting off with the lead ad, you want to make sure that you know it's on your right Facebook page, all that stuff. And then you can pull in the image here. So click on it. 
pull in whatever image or graphic you've just created and it'll show up there. And then from that, you know, you have different elements here where, oh, spell there we go. So that text is going to show up above, right? And let me just add a quick image just for the sake of it. Maybe this will pull in, we'll see. Just so you can see. So here's the image, right? There's the text above. And then your headline is going to show up right there. And then your link description is just another um, place to put copy. Shows up right below that one. And then you can change the different buttons for your call to action <clears throat> for apply or learn more or sign up, subscribe, one of those things. So once you have that ad created, now here's what a lead ad kind of looks like. It's going to give you the example here. So they clicked on it. See, it's already filled in with their information they're giving right here. It's just giving them some options to select next submit boom it's done so you can create one of those right here it's already going to have these for you and it'll pull those in you can create um, you can upload an image that will show inside of the lead form and uh, get really specific with it as well so that's kind of how you create a, a facebook lead ad and now pulling in Pulling in a ad that already exists on your page at this level, what you want to do, and you won't be able to necessarily create a lead ad from that post because that post already has been published. And then one disclaimer is that you cannot edit that post once you put money behind it. Once you put money behind a post, Facebook no longer allows you to edit it. So make sure there's no typos um, and everything is good to go with it. And the reason for that is because Back in the, you know, a few years ago, when it was more like the wild, wild west on you know, Facebook ads, we were doing some pretty interesting things. What we would do is we'd take a, a graphic or a video that would be really, really funny, open it up to worldwide placements so we're getting really cheap traffic, get a ton of engagement, so it looks like there's thousands and thousands of people who liked it, commented, and shared. We'd go, go back in, edit the whole thing, change the ad so it looks very different delete the comments that are irrelevant, and then target a completely different audience with it. So people, when they saw it, they were like, oh wow, this has a bunch of engagement, let me look at it, right? So we kind of trick people. <laughs> but uh, Facebook doesn't like that anymore, so they don't allow you to do it. So I, because I have the objective set at lead generation, I have to change it in order to show you what I want to show you at pulling up the existing post. So down here. Now you see this one. It says use existing post. Click on it. And then it'll give you these different options right here. You can either enter the post ID, which can be a little bit harder to find, but for the most part, you can just click that button that says select post, and you can just pull it in. 
you're pulling whatever post you're looking for, and uh, let's just say this one. So this is one that's already been published on our page now. We're just pulling it in here and we're maybe selecting different placements or a different audience to target with it or a different budget. So what you can actually do is run a split test off of a, a post that's been published on your Facebook page. So you can publish it on your page, boost it to one audience, because once you've created your audiences in the Audiences tab in Facebook Ads Manager, it'll now show up when you're boosting a post. So boost those to, to one audience come in here and then divide that, let's say $100 up 10 ways where you're putting $10 behind 10 different um, audiences but with the same ad. So that's how you're going to do that. And we have about 10 minutes left so I want to take this time to open it up for questions. So does anybody have any questions based on what we've gone over today um, or anything that maybe we've gone over in the past few um, segments. Yes. Yeah, so we won't be able to do that. Um, so when we're doing this use existing post option, it's only going to allow us to pull in things that we've published on our page and you cannot publish necessarily a lead ad on your page organically so it's not going to allow you to pull that in because it just simply doesn't exist. Right. Good question. Good question. So, okay, well, there's no questions. I'm going to show you another cool thing that's possible with this. So yesterday I talked about creating an audience based on website traffic. Now, how do you get that, that website traffic and how does Facebook know that? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to go up to this upper left-hand corner, select these three little dashes, go over here to pixels. And then once that loads, you're going to click this one that says add a new data source, Facebook pixel, and you know, let's just say, I don't want my guy to get confused, so I'm going to say that so it doesn't get confused. And give me this because I've already I already have a pixel for that site, so it's not going to let me do it. Um, but just know that when you create press this create button after you typed in your URL, um, it's going to pull up in another screen that gives you two different options: install manually or send instructions to your web developer. So if you have a web developer and you press the send instructions to them, they'll already know how to do this because it's very simple. They're just simply copying the code that's populated and pasting it into the header of the website. So if you're doing it manually, you'll simply do the same thing. So on WordPress, which a lot of people use WordPress, you'll just um, copy the code from Facebook. It'll be already populated there for you. So you just simply hover over it. It'll turn green, click on it. It'll copy it to your clipboard, go into WordPress, paste it in the header of your website, and then it'll do something kind of like this. And you'll need this Chrome extension to test it. So this Chrome extension right here is um, Facebook Pixel Helper. So you'll see, you know, here's my website and 
it's highlighting uh, you know green because there's pixels firing and I've got a couple of different pixels installed so it'll show you these uh, different um, pixel IDs so you can troubleshoot if you're having issues with them so that's kind of what what goes on there and yeah Okay. It's one of the things we need to work on because I'm working with our graph our um, web. So what will happen is how does it connect again? I mean, is it that it's sending the data that you have in the thing over to Facebook? So Facebook, um, basically, if if they've opened up Facebook browser, I don't remember the exact amount of days, but let's just say it's seven, um, seven days. They and then they visit. Facebook within that same you know time or I mean so open up Facebook within seven days and then they visit your website and it has a pixel Facebook's going to know that because there's cookies right that, that are tracking them so they'll just match their their profile with them because every single one of us that has a Facebook account has a specific user ID that follows us around everywhere so Facebook knows you know which user ID is associated with you and now you're visiting this website and this website has a Facebook pixel installed on it and it's like okay this is so and so right exactly exactly so there's that um, and we don't really have time to get too much into many chat but we're just gonna do it anyways <coughs> so here's one of the tools that I wanted to show you guys um, that I was talking about a little bit earlier, which is ManyChat. So you go to ManyChat.com, and this is where you create your cool little um, ManyChat ads or uh, your your bot, or you, you can do so much with this. So the account is free. You can do a lot with the free account. If you want a pro version, it's like ten dollars a month. So super cheap. What'd you say? ManyChat is a third-party tool that integrates with Facebook Messenger and what it does is it allows you to um, basically interact with people on Messenger. You can create you know, little um, ads that show up in people's newsfeed. They click on it, it'll open up a messaging conversation with them. They'll now be subscribed to your Messenger list. If you've gone to any of the resource links that I provided you to, um, over the past few days, that is something that we've been building out within ManyChat. So for example, you can see the links right here. You know, resource one, resource two, when souls online, these different things, right? So there's there's that. Now I'll show you an e example of a, a lead ad that I created here. So just to give you an idea of how powerful this is, I started this campaign for these guys back in, I think it was the 22nd, we're just going to open it up there so you guys can see. So there was zero subscribers starting May 20th, all right? A month later, we have 1,731 subscribers here. All of these people, we can reach over and over and over again. This is now traffic that we own. I can send out a broadcast and I'll reach them. So. The growth tools can be found over here. You can go to new growth tool and then 
there's all of these different options, right? So on my website, you guys probably saw this thing, customer chat, right? Right here, pulls it up. Hi, Chris, you know, how can we help you? Click on it, they can start having a conversation. They're automatically subscribed to our messenger list if we want to send out a broadcast, they'll get it. And uh, that's another way of kind of capturing leads. You can also, um, like I was talking about, put this into a Facebook ad, right? So here, for example, if we want to create these uh, little sequences, here's an ad that I created that's getting all these subscribers. So, you know, thanks for connecting with us. They click on it. It's a picture of like a Bible or something and they click on it and it says, thanks for connecting with us. Are you excited to celebrate Creation Sabbath this year? Click let's celebrate to get your free creation Bible. This is a, a PDF that was compiled by the Faith and Science Council. So they click that button and then it says, is this your best email? If not, please enter the best one below. And you guys have already seen that if you've interacted with my resource links over the past few days. So it'll automatically pull in their email from Facebook. They click on it and then they get the sermon prep materials. Now I have an integration set up where it's sending all of these emails into a Google Sheets. So they're logged so I can upload those into a CRM. And then for some of my other projects, I have them actually being sent straight into the CRM. So that way, uh, CRM, sorry, yeah. Um, CRM basically, think MailChimp, um, an Adventist one is Disciples, right? Which they're working on getting that integrated. Thomas Bales, the gentleman who created that, he's working on getting it integrated with this. So, um, yeah, Active Campaign, MailChimp, those, those are CRMs. It's a place to house your emails, interact with your customers, stay in touch with them, things like that. So you can, can see here, you can set up different delays, right? Like, it's going to send them this, and then three seconds later, it's going to send them this message. How else can we help you, you know, celebrate Creation Sabbath? You can put videos in there, you can put audio files, um, PDF downloads, all of these different things. I mean, you know, imagine running an ad with a free version of Steps to Christ or a free version of the Great Controversy. And you can, it's too big of a file to have all in one PDF. Split it up into like three or four and boom. If people opt in and get their free version of this book, you know that they were interested in that and you can follow up with them later because now you've generated a lead for yourself. It's only going to cost you maybe like, you know, 25 cents for a lead. I mean, that's what we're getting in for right now. So you guys can do this. It's pretty easy. Um, this, this platform is so simple and easy to use. You just click here, you know, hi, first name. It's going to pull it in. So now it's going to say like, hi, Susie. And then smiley face, start typing in your message. Boom. Add in a delay, click on it. 18 seconds later, they're going to get something else. You can't end with a delay, so that's why it's showing you that. But um, yeah, you guys can do this for a lot of different things. You can generate Bible study interest with this. Um, again, you want to own the traffic at the end of the day, so you don't have to keep paying for it. So getting these people to subscribe is going to allow you to own that traffic. Now, when you put this into an ad, all you have to do, so new growth tool, make sure that when you're building it out, you have this one selected 
and it'll only allow you to do it if you have a, a pro account. So here's one that we already did. So after you've already built it out by going to edit and then doing all the stuff I just showed you, go in here to setup. It's going to spit this weird looking code thing out to you. Copy that to clipboard. Go over here to Facebook. Ads manager. From there, I'm just going to say create. At the campaign level, you're doing messages. Right? Continue. And it's going to take a minute, so we're just going to skip that. So over here, Facebook is starting to build this out internally, but they don't have as many features and things like that unless you really know how to code. So that's why we use these third-party tool, tools like ManyChat because they do it for you. So down here, you just use custom and then um, create message, JSON, replace the one that you want with uh, that. Now it's all in there. So again, we're just scratching the surface with what's possible. Uh, we've just hit our time for the day. Let's close with prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for um, all these tools, all this this wisdom, the, the insight, the knowledge, Lord. We know that um, at the end of the day, we can devise all of these amazing plans, create some really great graphics and videos, and use messenger ads and all these other things. But if you're not the one convicting the heart, we're not going to see true conversion and people coming into our churches. So we pray for your Holy Spirit while we plan, while we devise um, to win souls. And uh, we pray that you continue to work in our own life and give us wisdom every day and a desire to reach people for your kingdom. We thank you and we love you. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.